Most of it is tethered to a narrative to loop you in fear, to keep you from moving anywhere. Why? Because the devil knows that when you have a spirit of fear, it's tethered to your legs. The devil knows that when you have a spirit of fear, you don't have a spirit of faith. Sunday. Welcome to the Yahweh Wise Podcast. My name is Shaq. Today is June 5th, 2022, and it is the day of the Pentecost when the many of people in the nation of Israel all heard the sound from heaven and a rushing of mighty wind came in the upper room where they were sitting and all of them caught that Holy Ghost fire and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And today is a day, children of Yah, that I hope that many of you have caught the Holy Spirit as we give great reverence to this day. But today, this episode, I'm going to be focusing on gay pride. Um, As many of you know that a lot of people, you know, everywhere you turn, You see gay pride. You see the rainbow flags everywhere. You see all kinds of companies supporting uh, LGBTQ, like even companies that don't necessarily care, like they fake support LGBTQ. You know, they think that, oh, it just brings a lot of traffic. So let me just put the rainbow flag up in front of my establishment and I'll get more business. But it doesn't really matter because, you know, if you fake support something, you're still accepting the abomination, right? It's like if I see a Facebook post that I like or rather I don't care about, I'm just like, you know, I don't feel indifferent about like, "Uh, I'll support it. The world doesn't know the difference between your like and your non-support. As long as you show that you support it, you're still supporting it. So that is how... The laws of God work. And so today's episode is called Gay Pride Equals a Straight Fall. And while I'm going to open up the episode with a little bit of a disclaimer, um, so it's important to mention while um, I am aware of the title, the purpose of this episode isn't really to condemn, but rather to shed light on the grander much more harmful agenda of the Antichrist and our one and only adversary, the devil. And children, I want to encourage you of my stance on this. And I also want to teach you something. It's not the sinner that we as believers wage war against, but rather the sin and the power that controls that sinner. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So we don't wage war. So with that being said, I want to kind of encourage you guys that it's not just about homosexuality. It's not just about 
I can like whoever I want to like. I can do whatever I want to do. There is a bigger agenda at play. But before we dive into the meat of the episode, I want to bow our heads in prayer. Father God, in your mighty holy name, I plead the blood of Jesus over this microphone. I pray that you give me the words and the wisdom to speak and impart onto your people. I plead the blood of Jesus over this temple, Father God. My mind, my heart, my spirit, my temple is yours. Allow your power to flow through me. Let your will be done through me. Let your Holy, let your Holy Spirit, let your Holy Presence dwell in me and that other people may catch the spirit. Other people may catch the vision. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of my listeners, my followers, my family, my friends, their friends, those we have yet to meet, those we may never meet. In the mighty and holy name, in Jesus' name, let your many miracles be done through this episode. And let many people who are once dead seek revival. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, going into it, gay pride equals a straight fall. And like I said, children of y'all, we don't wrestle against the flesh. You know, we don't hate homosexuals. We don't hate people who are plagued with the spirit of lust. Just like Christ came to save the sinners and to love the sinners that they may have life. This is the great commission, children of Yah. We are called to do the exact same thing. And so I know how people are going to feel regarding homosexuality, but nonetheless, Children of Yah, I'm called to preach the truth to the masses in hopes that I can win them over. And so reading Leviticus 18.22, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Want to get the obvious verses out of the way so that without a shadow of a doubt, all those who are new listeners, all those who are new to the faith and do struggle with homosexuality know that without a shadow of a doubt, that the Heavenly Father sees homosexuality as an abomination. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-10, through 10, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, people who desire nor drunkards, nor revilers, people who insult you, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Proverbs 16, verse 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Father God, in mighty and holy name. Once again, I plead the blood of Jesus over this microphone, this temple, and my listeners. Allow them to receive your message, your divine word. Allow them to have a divine appointment with today's topic. Allow them to have your spirit and may your spirit fill them through this podcast, through this mission you have given me. Let your will be done through all of us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And so there are homosexuals out there, children of Yah, that believe that Jesus accepts them just as they are. 
and that they don't have to change anything because they believe that that's how they were born and they can never change it. But children and y'all, this is why we have to be born again. This is why in the book of Matthew, when Nicodemus comes to approach Jesus in meeting, in private meeting and says, so how can we receive how can we get into heaven? And he says to Nicodemus, Jesus says to Nicodemus, you must be born again. And Nicodemus is like, but I'm already born. I'm already of age. And Jesus says, surely I say to you, unless one is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And so, this is why, children of Yah, we have to be born again. Yes, like Paul said, I am carnal, sold under sin. We're all born into iniquity. We're all born into sin because of what Adam and Eve did in the garden. Sin entered the world. And when sin entered the world, that created a separation between man and God. And for that reason is why all of us have to be born again. So while it may be true that you were born with a demonic bloodline curse and sin of homosexuality, that may be true. Even for people who are not homosexuals, that bloodline curse is still somewhere in the family because bloodline curses, sins, generational sins, sometimes they skip generations. You think it's a coincidence that all of your women and aunts in the family are single? You think it's a coincidence that every uncle in your family is a womanizer? You think it's a coincidence that everybody's into drugs? You think it's a coincidence that everybody has a spirit of anger? You think that's hereditary? That's not hereditary, children of y'all. That is a demonic bloodline curse. And that's what, in regards to homosexuality, that's what I want to bring to light to the listeners of this episode. And so there are people out there who believe that that's, this is how they're born and they can't change it. And children of y'all, let me tell you guys something. That is the lie of the apostate church to think that you can never change it. It's the lie of the apostate church. It's the lie of the devil to deceive people into thinking that their sin is going to stay with them for all eternity. That's also why you see some believers supporting homosexuality. They think, oh, it's not right to hurt these people. Jesus loves all sinners. You know, we need to support the homosexuality, uh, the homosexuals. We need to support the Muslims. We need to support the, the Buddhists. We need to support the lesbians. We need to support the transgender. We need to support the queer. You people are so judgmental. This is why I left Christianity a long time ago. You people are so judgmental. You need to get on your high horse. You think you're holier than now. Stop me if you've heard some of these arguments. I hear this stuff all the time. But what does Proverbs 14, 12 say? There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And children of Yah, that's the direction America is taking as a nation. We are the only nation that downplays witchcraft 
and the various abominations of the Lord because we think it's harmless. But at the same time, we don't understand why it is we're walking around depressed. We're walking around defeated. We're walking around struggling to know who we are. And the enemy has done a phenomenal job of blinding the minds of the simple. Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. This is why we have gay pride as a month. And that's also why more legislation is being passed so that the sin can be brought to the forefront and the devil can advance his agenda of cursing God's people. And this is, and children of Yah, this isn't the first time we've seen the devil use legislation to bring more sin to the people, to bring more cursing to the people, to bring more persecution to the people. We see it in the book of Esther. We see it in the book of Esther when Mordecai, Esther's adopted father and cousin, says, I'm going to push you to royalty, but don't tell the people who you are yet. And so Esther was ultimately granted the position of queen next to King Ahasuerus while Mordecai was standing at the gate watching from the wings. And King Ahasuerus had a secondhand man named Haman. And what happened with Haman was, you know, I believe that Mordecai was a prophet. I believe Mordecai knew that what was going to happen was going to happen. And Haman, you know, everyone would always bow down to Haman, but Mordecai was the only one who refused to do so. And Haman knew that Mordecai was a Jew. And so Haman went to the king and said, the Jews are a dangerous people, your highness. They should be exterminated at all costs. They are a threat to your kingdom. And so Haman was able to convince the king to send out a decree to annihilate all the Jews. And when Mordecai caught wind of it, Mordecai told Queen Esther, and Queen Esther told the king, your highness, my people are about to be slaughtered. Who would do such a thing? It was Haman. He was responsible. And so the king finds Haman and kills Haman with a device that Haman was going to use to kill Mordecai. And when that happened, the decree was already all out on its way to being fulfilled. You know, there were armies already sent to persecute and kill the Jews, Queen Esther's people. And so what ended up happening was Queen Esther and Mordecai, they were able to get the king to write a new decree ordering all of the Jews, do whatever it takes necessary to defend yourselves. And so this is one example that we see of the enemy using legislation to persecute and kill. And children of Yah, there will come a day when that law will be passed and many of us believers will be in chains. Many of us believers will be shipped to the slaughterhouse. 
Many of us believers will be headed. That law will be passed. That day is rapidly approaching. I know this scares some of you, but this is why we need to be firm in the Great Commission. This is why we need to be firm on the gospel of Jesus. It's not just preaching the gospel of Jesus, but having the gospel of Jesus in your heart to know what that Holy Ghost fire feels like. That is why we have the day of the Pentecost. That is why we preach the gospel because you could preach the gospel and not have the Holy Spirit. I've been a part of many churches that, that were like this. They don't know what it feels like to do the miracles of the spirit, to be one with the spirit and to have the discernment of the spirit, to see things that the natural man cannot see. And so this is the agenda that the devil has of using legislation to push the abomination. But you know what, children of y'all, it's all part of a bigger prophetic plan for the devil to fulfill God's will. Why? Because Satan is bound by God's word. Satan is bound by God's word, children of Yah. Daniel 7.25, he shall speak pompous words against the Most High. He, meaning the devil, shall persecute the saints of the Most High and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time and times and half a time. Isaiah 45, 7. God says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all of these things. And so you say, well, if it's part of God's plan, why are you preaching against it? Because God's will is also to advance the kingdom here on earth. See, Satan knows that his time is limited and that he is bound by God's word. And he can only do what God allows him to do. Revelation 12, 12. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. Now, children of Yah, when it comes to homosexuality, the devil manipulates the minds of the masses to treat the sin as a civil right. As if to say, a man's love for another man's biology, to lightly put it, is just as important as an African-American going to a restaurant and wanting to have a decent meal with his family. To use a public bathroom to be afforded economic uh, opportunities, housing opportunities, schooling. And the devil knows that that's the only way his plan is ever going to get any traction with the minds of the simple. What do I mean when I say minds of the simple? Someone who could be easily deceived, someone who accepts things as face value. When they meet someone, they automatically, rather than test their spirit to see whether or not they are of God, they automatically just accept everything that I say or everything that someone else says. And the reason why I say what I say is because, children of Yah, I want to encourage you, don't take what I'm saying for face value. Go and study for yourselves. Go and meditate and pray on some of the things that I'm saying. 
No false prophet is going to tell you that. The false prophet, like the devil, he has possibly millions. The devil has millions. The false prophet maybe has less, but there are many false prophets out there. Y'all already know who these preachers are. They got millions marching to the beat of this drum. And that is why sinners are taking great pride in sins such as homosexuality because they feel like they've achieved a freedom and lifetime achievement award because of it. What does 2 Thessalonians 2, 11 to 12 say? And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And that's why you see the LGBTQ movement running so rampant and amok. That's why you see so many companies supporting LGBTQ. It's like it's almost unavoidable because everybody's putting out a rainbow flag. Because God has handed these people over to the devil to control. And guys, let me tell you where the rainbow comes from. The rainbow comes from Noah. The story of Noah. And after the flood, God used the rainbow as a symbol to show people that he cleansed the world of sin. And to always be reminded to never stray from the Lord's will and the Lord's obedience. And so the devil took the rainbow and perverted it and God allowed it. God allowed it because why? Because God says, I search the heart and I test the minds. And God is always testing the minds. And so God used the rainbow to show that he flooded the world of sin. He flooded the world of, of cleanliness, excuse me. The devil used the rainbow to show that he perverted the world of sin. The devil can't create anything. He has no new tricks. He can only pervert children of Yah. Going into Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 32. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and forfeited animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. I'm going to pause right there. The part where it says, change the glory of the corruptible, incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and forfeit animals and creeping things. Guys, that is why you see so many cultures and civilizations use animals as gods. We see it in uh, Egypt, you know, the eye of Horus, 
you know, the sun god, which is like a, a dog head or something, the sphinx. This is an abomination to the Lord. And this is why God delivered his people from Egypt to give them their own land for possession, which was the nation of Israel. But going on, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature, homosexuality. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful, receiving in themselves the, penal the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. And so we see in this Romans chapter one passage that God will hand you over if you love your sin. God will not bless you. So if you're delighting in sin, and you get into a life-threatening situation, the first thing you do is go on Facebook and you post prayers. I need prayers. Prayers for my family. Prayers for me. I'm going into surgery. And meanwhile, while you don't realize, God is ignoring you. He loves you, but because you're not coming closer to him, he ignores you. You don't have that veil of protection over your life. And this is the risk. This is the booby trap of homosexuality as well as other sins. All sin is selfish. And the goal is to get you in your selfishness so that your life can be cursed. And that's the devil's goal, children of Yah. His goal isn't to get you to enjoy your sin. The, the devil doesn't care about destroying your sin. Uh, uh, he doesn't care about you enjoying your sin, excuse me, because his goal is to curse and destroy your entire bloodline. Just like he was able to deceive Adam and Eve one time to get them to question God for taking the apple from the tree, thinking that they would have the knowledge of life. And after that, he cursed all the generations all the way down to us that came after them. And see, children of God, you guys got to understand something. This is war. This is a war. Just because you don't see bombs in your neighborhood doesn't mean it's not a war. This is a war. And in a war, you got to understand that there is a lot of propaganda being used to manipulate the movements of one side or another. 
And what the devil has been doing for the ages is no different. He is looking for any and every way to deceive the minds of believers and non-believers alike. The non-believers are already deceived. They're already spiritually dead, but they can be born again. They could be given eternal life. Thanks to the gospel of Jesus. And so in a war, there's a lot of propaganda being used. And it's not just a literal warfare where people are being hurt, but it's a large psychological warfare. Revelation 13, chapter uh, uh, verse 7 to 10. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. The original translation for that, children of Yah, is to wear them down, to wear the saints down psychologically. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him. The book of Revelation, this chapter, this passage is talking about the devil, children of Yah, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. And so we're called to have patience and faith, children of Yah. This is a test of endurance. The Bible mentions endurance many, many times. He who endures to the end shall be saved, Jesus says. There are a lot of things that you have never seen before. And spiritually, you have to be prepared. The Lord has been giving me many, many visions. I live in the, I live in the, in the tri-state area. I'm five minutes away from New York City. The Lord has given me many, many visions of what is to come for New York City. And the city of New York is in grave danger. There is a really bad urgency to preach to the gospel, to preach the gospel to the people of New York because they are so they are eyeball deep in sin, especially homosexuality. New York is the whore of Babylon. You have witchcraft going on on the other side of the country in Los Angeles and in many places in California, the Redwood Forest, Hollywood. And guys, let me tell you where Hollywood comes from. The devil uses Hollywood because the Hollywood is the wood that the witches used to make their wands out of to make their witchcraft and sorcery. This is why the devil loves Hollywood. And this is why every single science fiction movie that you see that's produced with a green screen, that is one way the devil deceives his people to trick them and to think that it's entertainment. But really, they're performing rituals, seances, and witchcraft, and warlock spells right before your eyes. The devil uses Hollywood to do this. And this is why homosex this among homosexuality and other things, you cannot take the abomination. This is an abomination. The word of God says, put no evil thing in front of your eyes. And this is how the devil gets permission 
to enter your soul and plague you with the spirit of depression, spirit of anger, spirit of bitterness, spirit of division, spirit of homosexuality, among other spirits. This is a great deception. And so going back into Revelation 13, the devil was given the authority to wear down the saints. And so, children of Yah, I want you to understand that the devil is smart enough to use the loudness of the LGBTQ movement to do his work of wearing the saints down, to trick them into thinking that the more of it we see, the more powerless we are to stop it. And when the faith is weak, that deceives a number of believers into a movement of what we see called the great falling away. First Timothy 4.1. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Children of Yah, we are experiencing a movement called the great falling away. There are people who once walked strong with the Lord. But now, as a result of their faith being, their faith being tested, they fall away. They allow themselves to be deceived. They allow themselves to fall into the trap of the enemy. And it's a terrible shame. It's a terrible shame. Because... The thing, too, is we're only in stage one of the beginning of sorrows of what it talks about in Matthew chapter 24, which I'll get into shortly. We're only in phase one. And what exactly is phase one? Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many and you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows and children. Yah, this is why we must study the movements of the enemy through his media that he controls. Matthew 10, 16, Jesus says, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I see some Christians always looking at the news and taking to heart of what the media says, thinking that it's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But we must not forget, children of Yah, John 8, verse 44, Jesus says, to those who are foolish, you are of your father, the devil, and the de desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Ephesians 2 verses 1 through 2. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan, 
the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So, children, yeah, if Satan is the prince of the air and the father of all lies, what does that mean for most of the news that you receive? Most of it is tethered to a narrative to loop you in fear, to keep you from moving anywhere. Why? Because the devil knows that when you have a spirit of fear, it's tethered to your legs. The devil knows that when you have a spirit of fear, you don't have a spirit of faith. When you have a spirit of fear, you don't believe in the miracles of the spirit. And that doubt roots from fear. Non-belief is rooted in fear. And see, the media, the mainstream media children, y'all, they need negative energy to feed off of. And that's how Satan works. And that's why you'll never see anything positive from the news, at least not entirely. They might save the positive segment for the very last portion of the day. Man saves baby from fire. And children of y'all, the battlefront is a lot more spiritual than most people realize. And the devil knows that if he gives people that spirit of fear, that fear makes them compromised. See, people don't move when they're afraid and paralyzed. They don't build the kingdom. They don't overcome their sins. And they don't move toward God and his will. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so, with the homosexuals, it's never just homosexuality. There are always more wicked spirits attached to that spirit. Matthew chapter 12, verses 43 to 45, Jesus says, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry praises seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So also shall be with this wicked generation. And children of Yah, when they is a door that the devil can enter into. It's like watching a football game. If anybody has ever seen a football game, the defense will swarm and converge around the ball carrier and they gang tackle him and he gets pummeled. And that's how the devil works, children of Yah. When you carry the ball, the devil's looking to gang tackle you. The devil's looking to make an illegal hit on you. The devil's looking to take you out of the game. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's never just homosexuality. It's the spirit of rebellion tackling you. It's the spirit of anger tackling you. It's the spirit of discord tackling you. It's the spirit of Cain, which is a murdering spirit, which means hatred and a passion to destroy one another tackling you. The spirit of depression tackling you. The spirit of idolatry tackling you. The spirit of sodomy tackling you the spirit of witchcraft tackling you you guys are starting on you guys understand whenever we become believers true believers true disciples true apostles truly anointed with the spirit understand that we carry the ball 
and everyone is after us. We are now the target. The devil is going to do everything he possibly can to keep you from scoring a touchdown. The devil is going to send every single nasty play in the playbook to keep you out of that end zone. And so I list the spirits, but it varies on the vessel they inhabit, obviously. I hope you guys have, you know, deciphered that. But this is how the devil works. And the number seven, the devil uses why to come in the form of a deception. So a homosexual is thinking that they're going to have a good time with their same sex party, not even expecting that they will take on depression that night or the spirit of witchcraft or the spirit of sodomy obviously or the spirit of Cain which is a murdering spirit and the spirit of homosexuality also infects the youth as well as the schools why because the kids are being taught the idea of a boy becoming a girl and a girl becoming a boy at a young age the lines are being blurred this is why you see all of these uh, 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 segments and, and videos on YouTube and social media and posts saying, what is a woman? What is a man? Are we really talking about this? Homosexuality isn't something new. It's been around since the beginning of time. It's been around since the very, very beginning. Look in the book of Genesis, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? Because of homosexuality. And so the devil disguises his doctrine as something harmless in the minds of the children. But what the devil is really doing is he's teaching the children to accept the idol called the Baphomet. For those of you who want to Google this, it's B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Which is the transgender and homosexual idol that the powers that be serve your celebrities your actors and actresses your athletes your politicians your kings your prime ministers your presidents all those who create the evil in this world they all serve this idol called the baphomet which is really the devil in disguise the tiktok videos that your children watch TikTok is controlled by the spirit of Jeddah. What is the spirit of Jeddah? The spirit of Jeddah is the idol of fertility. Where am I going with this? Are any of you familiar with twerking? That's the spirit of Jeddah. Twerking is a dance. It's a ritual dance that basically calls and summons for the demons to enter into the soul of the twerker and the person watching the twerking. And so there is a spiritual war regarding these things, children of Yah. That is why you see so much regarding the idea of a man and a woman. Be careful of what you watch on social media. Be careful of the TikTok videos that your children watch over and over and over again. I saw a video of a, a, a picture of a little girl posing in a sexually provocative pose. I know this person well. 
And I was very surprised that this person was a believer and she had her daughter posing very provocative. She wasn't wearing provocative clothing, but she was bent over blowing a kiss. Why is your child learning this at such a young age? It's absolutely disgusting. I'm not going to say who the person is, but it's disgusting. And it's an abomination to the Lord. And you know something, children of y'all, the devil is wisely targeting the next generation of children to ensure that future bloodlines and generations never prosper. The same way he targeted Adam and Eve, that sin entered the world and cursed the bloodlines of many. This is what he's doing with the children. And that's why it's not just homosexuality, but it's also the form of abortion laws. Remember I mentioned that the devil will use legislation to kill God's young prophets, evangelists, pastors, apostles, teachers, priests. The devil is using the legislation to target this. And the devil is very double-minded. He's very unstable in all his ways. You got to ask yourself, the same people who promote anti-gun because we need to protect the country and our society are promoting the slaughtering of babies. It's the same exact side. I want you guys to realize this. And a number of Christians they go with this because this is what they see on TV. But what they don't realize is that the devil controls TV. And that by them accepting the devil's lie, they accept his abomination. And their sit then their 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 vessel, their body is cursed. Their soul is cursed. And they don't realize this. And so the goal is human depopulation. And the devil knows that if he can plant the spirit of homosexuality in the mind of an unbeliever or a believer, I've seen people worship at the altar who are homosexuals, then that unbeliever will never be led to produce, which is the will of the Lord. Genesis 1.22 and God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let the birds multiply on earth. So it's God's will for us to be fruitful and multiply, which is another reason why homosexuality is an abomination to the Lord, because homosexuals can never produce children. And this is another way that the devil can depopulize humanity and a lot of people don't see this they just see it as oh i want to do what i want i want to be free to do this i want to be free to do that the devil played that very very well because before homosexuality was was really uh out there in the public and social media people basically hid under a rock when they struggled with this sin but now the devil is like you know what let them roam free. Let them do as they will. Let them roam free. Let them go, go around and, and, you know, be sons of anarchy. Satan is not, um, Satan is the author of confusion. 
And he will think that just because you think you are free in this world, that means that you are free, period. He will have he will create that deception. And God, like I said, in Second Thessalonians chapter two. God will hand them over. God will hand them over to a strong delusion. And so, children of Yah, the devil uses the minds of the people who do not stand on the truth of the gospel of Jesus to advance his agenda. Romans 16, verses 17 and 18. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly by smooth words and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the simple and the devil's crew will make it sound so harmless and good to the world and children of God the devil knows scripture too even better than the than the believer most of the time that's why he doesn't have to break the rule to a full extent but to bend it a little to get the believer to compromise and children of Yah, when it comes to God's law, there is no compromise. None. The word of God says, give no place to the devil. That's what Ephesians says. If he deceived a third of heaven, then he knows how to deceive the world with one lie. Revelation 12, 4. And his tail, the devil's tail, drew a third of the stars of heaven, the angels, children of Yah, and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. The devil deceives a third. He can deceive a third of heaven. The book of Revelation, many things are done in thirds. The God was given, God was giving the devil a third of what was to come. Like you're responsible for this third. You are to fulfill the third of this prophecy. Revelation 12, 9. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Some of those angels who are deceived, the book of Jude says they're in hell in chains waiting to be released. That time is rapidly approaching children of Yah. So those of you who are open with the sin of homosexuality, understand that your blood, your bloodline, your family, your friends, all those who fellowship with you are in great danger. And so are the lives of the people you will come into contact with that you may not know. You may not think anything is wrong now, but when things get worse, the fires of hell will work to finish the job and claim your soul. And the bad news is that God will not rescue you. But I'll give you the good news in a little bit. Revelation 21, 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Homosexuals. There is a lot of God's grace that you take for granted. And we do serve a graceful God, but we also serve a wrathful God whose grace is on timer and the time is running out. I'm really trying my hardest not to preach 
you're a homosexual, you're going to hell because I know that's not going to work. But I want you to understand the greater agenda behind it. This is not a hateful spirit coming against you. This is the truth that seeks to set you free in Christ Jesus. Why, homosexuals? Because your freedom is an illusion. There is no freedom in this world that can compare to the freedom you receive in the Holy Spirit. For that freedom and power knows no bounds. Therefore, I urge you to surrender your homosexuality to the Lord and receive the power and receive the freedom from your hurtful and confusing past. Those of you who struggle with homosexuality, some of you have been molested and raped by someone else who also struggles with homosexuality at a young age. And it confused you well into adulthood. And guys, I understand this and I share true compassion with you. But the blood of the lamb would redeem even you. The blood works for people like you. The blood of Jesus works for people like you. God calls you to be one of his own. The word of God says the kingdom of heaven rejoices over one soul. God is looking for you. Jesus wants you. He wants you to receive the freedom that you think you've received. He wants you to be allowed to reclaim your birthright that the enemy, the devil, our one and only adversary, the devil tried to steal from you. And see, the devil knows that you are created in the image and likeness of God, and he has to get permission to deceive you. As silly as that sounds, this is how the laws of God work. This is why the devil hates us so much. And through deception, you have accepted the abomination. And now I urge you to accept the blood of Jesus, to know your true identity in the spirit. And I plead the blood of Jesus over your lives. And so I encourage you to repent and receive the spirit. Any one of you who struggle with sin, a stronghold, to repent and receive the spirit. I plead the blood of Jesus over my eyes, my mind, and my soul, Lord Jesus. I thank you for depositing this word. I thank you for filling me up with your spirit. I thank you for relighting my lampstand and allowing me to receive the transformation in your will, allowing me to redeem the time and to understand what your will is. And so I ask you guys to ask the Lord to relight that lampstand and transform you. Spirit of homosexuality, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of adultery, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of lust, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of sodomy, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of Jeddah, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of sexual immorality, be gone in Jesus' name. Spirit of Jezebel, be gone in Jesus' name. Amen. The devils that tormented you with your newfound authority, you will make them dance like Pinocchio. In Jesus' name, the devil will have no authority over your vessel in Jesus' name.
once you see the truth, you're going to be like, wow, this was what was controlling me? Really? This was what deceived me? I plead the blood of Jesus over that revelation. And I pray that all of you catch it in Jesus' name. I pray that all of you catch it. And so this was not a condemnation message. This was a conviction, a correction, a change of course message. This was an ascension message. This was a message of revelation. Because now the rest of your life can truly begin. The rest of your life, the rest of your walk. And the Lord will exalt you and elevate you because you made a decision to accept the great commission and do his will to go preach the gospel to the nations, to go tell the world of how you overcame your sin through the blood of your lamb, your testimony. The word of God says the angels won the victory through the blood of the lamb, and the strength of their testimony. Your testimony will allow you to claim the victory over the devil in Jesus name. Your testimony will allow you to receive the spirit. Your testimony will allow you to slay the dragons and the strongholds and the curses in the spirit. Your testimony will allow you to overcome the things of this natural world, to give you new life, to fill a void you've always wanted to fill that homosexuality couldn't fill. And that's why you do it over and over again. But that time is over now in Jesus' name. It's time for you to reclaim your birthright, children of Yah. Claim it. Reclaim the birthright. Come back home to Jesus, children of Yah. I claim this over each and every one of your lives in Jesus' name. You are redeemed. Claim it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that you all go sow in Jesus' name, go grow in Jesus' name. For any business inquiries, contact YahwehRise at gmail.com. For any questions at all, contact YahwehRise at gmail.com or my Facebook. Just type in YahwehRise Podcast. You'll find me under Shaquan Woody. You can send me a personal DM. I'm also on Instagram at SpartanShack777. I'm creating a new Instagram page uh, very, very shortly. So look in the coming days for me to promote that. But... Go sow in Jesus' name. Go grow in Jesus' name. God bless you all. I love you all. The victory is yours. Let it, let's reclaim it. Let's take back the birthright. And let's make our way to the Father, guys. God bless you all. Thank you. 